And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, William Conrad stars in a Ray Bradbury sci-fi story on Suspense from 1955. But first, Lisa Wolf. Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right. And I wanted to let you know, Carl, I was going to do the song, Where Were You When I Was Born? But ah, I decided I, not to do that nah, one. That's one of my favorite songs. I know. I'm sorry. Next it's time I do Who, W. I think. Uh, I think it's by The Who. Right? I think you're yeah. right about that. Okay. Um, but I've got three other songs. All right. So they start we'll with W. We'll see if you recognize that the title begins with W. Of course, I need Mike's prediction here before I Mike, begin. Mike, what do you think? I think you'll get two out of three. Wow. Which two? Let's be clear here. Not the first one. Not the first one. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right let's see how it goes. Okay, I'm ready? ready. Yep. We clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell, a love no one could deny. Don't you ever say, I just walked away. I will always want you. I can't live a lie. Running for my life, I will always want you. And then I led you up to the, nah. I led you up to the title chirp, right there. Chirp, 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 uh, chirp. I never hit so hard in love. All I wanted was to break your walls. All you ever did, nothing. Who wrote this? Well, this, you know the singer. Who wrote this babble? Well, you, I know who sings it. Yeah. Who wrote this? You, you know this singer. It's a female. Um, we clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. I know what it is. What is it? Where were you when I was born? Yes. Is that it? Yes. Where were you when I was born? Yeah. No? <laughs> All right, let's play it. I have no idea. We clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. Who sings this? We kissed. You'll get it when you get to the chorus. Your spell of love, no one could deny. Don't you ever say I just walked away. You like her. I will always want you. I can't um, running for it's, my uh, life. Here, you'll know it. Here it is. I came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, this wrecking is, ball? Yeah, this is um, 
Miley Cyrus? Yes. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Wrecking Ball by Miley Wrecking Cyrus. Wrecking Ball, yeah. Wrecking Ball, yes. I should have known it. You know Miley Cyrus, yeah. and I know you like Miley Cyrus. I didn't. I don't know the name of this song, though. Yeah, it's a great yeah. song. Wrecking actually. Ball, yeah, no. I guess it was a bad choice because no, you didn't know it. she's very talented, it. No, she, it was, It's a very good super song. Super talented. It's a super song. It's a good song. I think so. All right, so I, I don't blame you for that one. Oh, good. Wow, yeah. usually blame me when you I know. get it wrong. Well, you know. Well, you're growing you're up easy a to blame, bit. I mean. <laughs> That's what my kids tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I didn't get that one. Okay. As Mike predicted. Right. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Raven hair and ruby lips. Sparks fly from her fingertips. Uh-huh. Echoed voices in the night. She's a restless spirit on an endless flight. Uh-huh. That brought you right up to the title. See how high she flies. She got the moon in her eyes. She held me spellbound in the night, dancing shadows and firelight, crazy laughter in another room, and she drove herself to madness with a silver spoon. Man, this is hard. I know. You it's know very this song. Hard. You like this song too. <sighs> this is a Carl song. Really? Listen, it's a Carl Raven song. Raven hair and ruby lips, sparks fly from her fingertips. Yeah. Echoed voices in the night. She's a restless spirit on an endless flight. Ooh, and it's right there. You know this song and you like it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You've got like, that confused look again. It's, it's like a witch or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, because uh, on a flight, right? Mm-hmm. Witchy, witchy something? Something like that. Does that count? Will I get it? Witchy something? No, witchy, that doesn't count. Witchy... You're close, witch? though. Witch? You're very close. Uh, witch? You're so Something close. witch. She's a restless spirit on an endless witch. flight. And then it comes right in. Witch. Witch, witch. Does it start with a W? Like, witch? It starts it, with a W. Does it start with witch, though? Similar to that. Something like that. I, I can't I really don't say. Know. Come on, you know this one. Witch. She's a restless spirit on an endless flight. Yeah, that's a, like a witch. She's on her broom. Right, and then it says the right. Title. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, not literally. It's a it's a metaphor. I'll get you. It's a my metaphor. Pretty. Come on. And your little dog Woo. too. Woo hoo. Woo hoo. Woo hoo. I don't know it, <laughs> Mike. Just what can play I do? It. Woo hoo. Play it. Okay. <laughs> Her fingertips <laughs> Echo voices In her night light. She's a restless spirit On an endless flight Witchy woman Witchy woman That's what you always call me <laughs> Witchy woman That's it, Eagles Witchy woman by so the Eagles you, you said witch Did I get a half a point? No. You're not going to give me a half a point for that? No. I gave you the point for ER, and that didn't even You're not even going to give me a half a point for coming no, up for half it. the word, half the song? No, you didn't get it. Ah. I think, I, Mike, what do you think? Do I get a half a point? 
I don't know. You got half the title. Yeah, I got half the I'm title. I'm almost inclined to say yes, but yeah. I don't well, you, think it, you didn't quite get it. So. Yeah, but I didn't. Well, that would be a full I, point. I think this is kind of an all or nothing game. Come on. You're the you're the judge. No, he's not. Mike is the judge. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I haven't agreed I wouldn't to give it to you. You would not? I would not. Oh, man. All right. You're Finally agreed with tough. me. Tough. <laughs> We're tough. Teaming up here. Are, you guys are. All right. Well, I think you'll get rough. the last one. That's. Witchy woman. I thought That's you'd get that one song. too. I know. Gosh, I haven't heard that song in so long. Well, there you go. Witchy woman. All right. See, all right. Here last one. What would you think if I sang out of tune? Oh, I, I got to get this. I one. know. Would you stand would up you, and walk out would on you me? Walk out on me. Lend me your ears, and, and I'll, I'll sing, sing you a song, song, and I'll try not to sing out of key. I'll try not to sing out of key. Yeah. I can't give you the next line. All right, go on. What do I do when my love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? How do I feel by the end, end of the of day? The day. Yeah. Are you sad because you're on your own? Ooh. And I can't give you the next line again. Yeah. You know this song. Come on, keep going. I, I can't. Need more. Do you need anybody? I need somebody to love. Could it be anybody? I want somebody to love. I want somebody to love, right? Is yeah. that the name of the song? No, it starts with a W. Well, want starts with a W. Do you think I give you the answer? Want somebody to love. We're somebody to love, right? Is that the song? <laughs> that's the song, but that's not the title. I know. Need somebody to love. I can't believe you don't know this come song. Come on, come on. People give me out in give Radio more, Land are more. yelling at you. Give me more. What would you think if I sang out of what tune? What would you think if I sang? Would you stand up and, and walk, walk out, out on me. me? Lend me your ears. And I'll that, sing you a song. And I'll try not to sing out of key. Is it the Beatles? It is. Okay, the Beatles, yeah. I can't give you the next line. I, I've led you up to the chorus again. I, I, I'm shocked. Want somebody to love. Want? No. Want? Is it somebody to love? No. I can give you that line. Do you need anybody? I need Do somebody need to love. Could it be anybody? I want somebody I want to love. Somebody to love. Do you need Yes, that's the song. But that's not the title. Wants that's not the chorus. Love. It's the next line after that. Need somebody to oh love. Oh my gosh. I can't think of wow. it. Wow. I don't know. All right, let's play. I can't it. think of it. This- what would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? This is our uh, Hollywood 360 uh, newsletter. Okay. You a song. Call my segment. Stand. With a little help uh, from my friends. Okay. By the Beatles. All right, we're out of time. All right, not so great, Thanks, Carl. Lisa. I did bad. You did badly. I did badly. Poorly. All right, more of Hollywood 360 Suspense coming your way. Stick around. What do I do when my love is away? More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. 
Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Suspense was one of the greatest radio series of all time. Maybe the greatest. 1942 until 1962. That's a long time to be on the radio. And it really was considered by many to be the best mystery detective series of the golden age of radio. It was billed as radio's outstanding theater of thrills. And every single week, you got a movie star uh, as the uh, as the main character, generally a movie star, and um, greatest directors. Just a just a top quality production, full orchestra, the whole nine yards, and um, two about a thousand episodes. Imagine that a thousand radio episodes, and uh, it had really everything on it westerns mysteries detectives sci-fi which we have for you now ray bradbury who was a good pal of mine um i got to work with ray bradbury uh, which was such an honor and um i'll tell you more about that when we have more time but anyway this is called kaleidoscope written by ray bradbury july 12 1955 william conrad starring part one of suspense And now, tonight's presentation of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Tonight, we depart from the usual to bring you a play from one of the greatest authors of science fiction, Mr. Ray Bradbury. It is the story of a last voyage in a spaceship and the six men who took it. So now, starring Mr. William Conrad, here is tonight's suspense play, Kaleidoscope. She was a spaceship cargo carrier, seven years old, with over a million and a half miles lost in her wake. Within her metallic skin was the world of the crew, an atom of life surrounded by a vast expanse of nothingness. The ship and the crew were owned by the company, a third-class vessel operated by third-class personnel, and each of us hoping that in our day would come promotion to second class, or even to first and the great hushed passenger liners which were also owned by the company. The company ran everything. There wasn't anyone else to work for. And you accepted what was given, not gratefully, but with hope. There were 19 of us to begin with on a routine voyage. Our cargo, seasoned lumber. I was at control on the second day out. Stone navigating. On the nose. Good. Control. Bearing mark, Captain. Right. Hollis, where's the captain? In his cabin. On the bottle again, huh? Why didn't you ask him? I don't have to, Stoney. I can smell him all the way out. You want something, Applegate? Sea tube's blowing again. It isn't showing on the indicator. I can't help that. Wait a minute. Captain, control. Yeah. Applegate reports sea tube blowing, sir. Oh? It doesn't show on the indicator, sir. All right. I'll be right there. Now, what was the idea of that? What? Telling him it didn't show. You trying to louse me up? You better keep check on that tube. Who's giving orders? I am. Oh, my sash to you, friend. 
Oh, come on, Applegate. I don't want to blow up. I've got two weeks of pay coming when we get back. Yeah, give me a power check, will you? Sure. Something must be haywire with the indicator. Get it straightened out, Hollis. Uh, she's not firing in sequence, sir. Heating up, too. Uh, let me see. I don't like this. Rockets, here's the captain. Stimson, sir. It's C-tube, I think. Heating the others, too. Lock-off's frozen. Use emergency. Stand by. Come on, come on. Control, this is Applegate. Emergency doesn't answer. It's getting too hot. Maybe it'll answer from here, sir. Applegate, get your men out of there. Stand by to abandon. She's going, sir. Shall I sound the alarm? Yes. Here's the captain. This is the captain. Get into your suits. You've got about two minutes, maybe less. Get into your suits. The ship is going to explode. Get into your suits. Abandon. Abandon. Get into your suits. The concussion cut the spaceship up the side like a giant can opener. Those of us who weren't immediately killed were thrown into space like wriggling silverfish, scattered into a dark sea. And the ship, and a million pieces, went on, a meteor swarm seeking a lost sun. Captain! Captain! The sound of our voices calling like lost children on a cold night. Captain! Who called? Hollis. Is that Hollis, this Applegate. is Stone. Hello! Stone! Stone, this is Hollis. Where are you? I don't know. How can I? Which way is up? I'm falling. Oh, God, I'm falling. We're going away from each other. Who is that? This is the captain. Who is that? Lester. Captain. Where are you? Captain. We were hurtling in space in every direction. And now, instead of men, there were only voices. Voices communicating by radio phone. All kinds of voices, disembodied and impassioned in varying degrees of terror and resignation. All moving away from one another. We were wearing our sealed-tight spacesuits with glass tubes over our faces. But there hadn't been time to lock on the propulsion units. Not time enough. And without them, we were meteors, senseless, each going to a separate and irrevocable fate. This is the captain. I want a roll call. (laughs) Who? Who is that? This is Applegate. Sir. Applegate. Next. Lester. Who? Lester. Stimson. Lester. Stimson. Stone. Hollis. Uh, Anybody else? Anyone else? Stone to Hollis. How long can we talk by phone? Well, it depends on how fast you're going your way and I'm going mine. An hour I make it. What happened? The rocket blew up. Didn't you feel it? That's all. Rockets do blow up. Which way are you going? It looks like I'll hit the moon. Well, it's Earth for me. That's nice. Back to old Mother Earth at 10,000 miles an hour. 
I'll burn like a match when I hit the atmosphere. Well, Stone's going to the moon. I know where I'd like to see Applegate go. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. It's a long way down. Who's that? I don't know. Stampson, I think. Stampson, is that you? This is Hollis. It's a long, long way, and I don't like it. I don't like Stampson, it. Stampson, this is Hollis. Stampson, do you hear me? Stampson? Yes? You take it easy now. I don't want to be We're all here. in the same fix. I don't want to be here. I'm afraid. There's a chance we'll be found. <laughs> I heard that. Oh, what a liar you are, Hollis. You shut up, Applegate. But come and make me. Come on, Alice. Come and make me shut up. I don't believe this. I don't believe any of this is happening. Not to me. It's a bad dream. Now, take it easy, Stumpson. Hey, you know, I don't feel so bad. Who's that? It's me, Stone Lespair. I was just thinking. I've had a pretty good time. Lots of good times. Hey, did I ever tell you about my wife? Which one? Who's that? Applegate. Oh, sure. How do you feel, Applegate? Oh, why don't you shut up? No kidding about my wife, the one on Mars. Did I ever tell you? That's enough. Hang me. (laughs) Kill me. (laughs) Your ship was a bad ship and you were a bad captain, and I hope you break wherever you're going. I'm ordering you to stop, Applegate. Be my guest. Order me some more. You're going to put me in chains till we land? Marsash to you, Captain. Hey, fellas, let me tell you about my wife, the one on Venus. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. I guess anybody can know now. Oh, listen, I had it real good. One wife on Mars, another on Venus, one on Jupiter. <laughs> oh, boy, what a time. Hey, Stone. Yeah? Remember the time we put into Mars port for repairs? I remember. Well, uh, that's when I met the first one. You know what those Mars girls are like. <laughs> well, Lesper went on and on with his talk about his wives. An interplanetary bigamist. His money, his wonderful times, drunkenness, gambling. On and on, while we fell in space away from each other. Lesper reminiscing on the past, happy while he fell to his death. It was very odd. Space. Thousands of miles of space and the voice vibrating in the center of it. No one visible at all, only the radio waves quivering and trying to quicken other men into emotion. I tell you, when a man's had a life like I've had, it's not so bad. (laughs) Not much left for me to do, I guess. Men, this is the captain. I want you to know that I'm very grateful for your loyalty. You've been a good crew. Hollis, Stone, if you get out of this, I had you both posted for a promotion. It'll go through when you report. Applegate, I wish that... Captain? Captain? Ten to one, a meteorite got him. Any takers? Hollis! Hollis, can you think of something... Something to do? Why ask him, Stimson? I'll tell you something to do. Make it quick, easy. Open the valve on your suit. We're finished, all of us. Who cares? No one's going to cry over me. (laughs) 
bunch of crybabies tonight, you know, on right? these radio shows. Yeah. Everybody's like crying. <laughs> yeah, what a miserable show this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Kaleidoscope on Suspense, July 12th, 1955, starring William Conrad. We'll get back to it in a flash. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. You know, I, I uh, was talking a little earlier about Ray Bradbury, and um, I was always a huge Ray Bradbury fan. You know, growing up reading Fahrenheit 451 sure. and Mars is Heaven and, you know, all of the great, you know, Martian you Chronicles. Huh? You read? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you read. I was always a big Ray Bradbury fan. And then when I got into this business, the classic radio business, I noticed that a lot of these radio shows were uh, adaptations of his work. You know, here's a perfect example. Now, he wrote the story. It was adapted for radio by Anthony Ellis, who also produced and directed this episode. But it is a Ray Bradbury story. And, of course, Martian Chronicles and Mars is Heaven and all of those shows, that all of those novels that he wrote, they were all dramatized on radio. And so I decided, you know what? He's a, I'm a huge fan of Ray Bradbury. I'm going to contact him, and I did that through his agent. I'm going to contact him, and I'm going to see if we can put a collection together of not only his radio shows, but others in the sci-fi arena, you know, some of his luminaries, you know, other other, you know, people that he, of course— um, was a fans of, you know, like Isaac Asimov and, you know, just James Gunn and all these other different, um, you know, sci-fi writers. And he loved the idea. And he said, you know what? Come to L.A. Let's have lunch. Let's get to know each other. And I did. I went to L.A. and I got to meet him. And then he took me, this was the best, I, he took me to his house. And he took me downstairs into his basement. And I got to see all of his memorabilia from all the years. He was a great collector of, uh, you know, there was so much. I mean, it was amazing to see all these, his actual manuscripts, yeah, the typewriters sure. that he typed them on. Uh-huh. And, all, you know, and he was, a, he was just such a sweet man, such a great guy. And here's the really cool thing. And I have did a couple of interviews with him, and Mike has heard these, and we should play them on the air. But... He professed to, and I and I have no reason to believe it wasn't true, 
He professed to have perfect recall from the day he was born. From the time, he said, from the time he was born, he had perfect recall of everything. And, you know, when I tested him, I was like, well, what happened on this day? And he was like, well, the Mets won the World Series on that day and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't know, man, it but it was it was crazy. Wow. And he was and he talks about this in the interviews that I've had with him. But getting back to the set, there was a, so we did like 60 radio shows of not only his shows but all these other shows and it was Ray Bradbury, you know, chooses the greatest sci-fi shows of all time. It was a big seller. Um but I got to work with him and that was, you know, one of a, a very fond memory for me. Of course, I got to work with a lot of these luminaries of the golden age of radio, but he stands out. You know, Ray Bradbury, you know, Norman Corwin was another one, obviously. Um, and they were good friends. Norman Corwin and Ray Bradbury were best friends. Um, but to be able to go to his house, right. you know, was really cool. But anyway, um, so listening to this brings back fond memories. Kaleidoscope, this is a suspense broadcast with a great cast of characters, William Conrad, John Daner, Georgia Ellis. If you really look at this cast of characters, it was the group from Gunsmoke. You had John Daner, Harley Bear, who was Chester. You had Howard McNear, who was Doc Long, Sam Edwards. These were all people that were on the Gunsmoke series at this time, and it was going strong in 1955. But they probably said, hey, let's do uh, do a Gunsmoke and do a suspense uh, while you're here at the studios, because they were both on CBS. Let's get back to this um, kaleidoscope by Ray Bradbury from July 12, 1955, as heard on Suspense. And we fell through space, five of us living, each in his orbit of loneliness, moving away from the other. From this outer edge of my life, looking back, there was one remorse, and that only that I... Wish I could go on living. All dying people feel that way, Hollis. What? Uh, oh, Stone, I, I... I didn't know I was thinking out loud. It's funny. As if I'd never lived. Yeah, I know. I know. Hollis? Hey, Hollis. What is it? Sapplegate again. All right, what? Let's you and me talk, huh? Go ahead. You hate my guts, don't you? I never thought much about it. Oh, don't give me that. You and that superior way of yours. I want to tell you something. I was the one who blackballed you with the rocket company five years ago. Did you hear me? I heard you. Well, how does that make you feel? Nothing. You wanted to get to the top all your life, I know. I'll bet you always wondered what happened. Well, it was me. See, I put the black mark on you before I was tossed out myself. It isn't important. Well, I had a good time. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good thing to think about, too. I had a wife on Mars, Venus, one in Jupiter. So you said, Miss Perry. (laughs) And I'm saying it again. I like to think about it. They all had money, too. Oh, yes, they treated me just fine. You know, once I got drunk and gambled $20,000, $20,000 in one night, just like that. <laughs> oh, it's been a good life. But you're here now, Lesper. I didn't have any of those things. I was jealous of you, 
funny little man. Now it's like it never was. It's all over, Lespair. It just never was. Do you hear me, Lespair? Who's that? It's Hollis. Do you hear me? You're out here, Lespair, falling, dying. It's all over. It's just as if it never happened, isn't it? No. It happened. When anything's over, it's just like it never happened. Where's your life any better than mine now, huh? Now's what counts. Is it any better? Is it? Yes, it's better. How? How? Because I've got my thoughts. Good thoughts. I remember. Thoughts. What good? What good are they? You gonna be rescued? You gonna live more than a few hours? I'm resting easy. I've had my turn. I'm not getting vicious at the end. Not like you. Vicious? Vicious? Take it easy, Hollis. I know how you feel, Hollis. I, I don't take it personally. You're all right. I always thought that. Hey! What? What's the matter? I, I can see something. Stone? Stone? Yeah. I, I can see lights. They look like lights. Where? What? Where? Where are you? Must be a ship. Maybe they'll see us. Which way are you going, Stone? It, it, it's light. I tell you, I can see them plain. Which way? Which way? Where are you, Stone? Where? <laughs> Guess what? Huh? What? Stone? <laughs> what is it? What? What is I got myself into a meteor swarm. Little asteroid. Meteors? Yes, I think the Myrmidon cluster. You know, Hollis, the, the one that goes out past Mars and in toward Earth once every five years while I'm right in the middle. Stone? Stone? It's like a big kaleidoscope. That's what I thought were the lights. All kinds of colors and shapes. It's, it's beautiful. All that metal. I'm going with them. They're taking me with them. I'll be... Stone! So long, Hollis. So long. Good luck, Stone! <laughs> Don't be funny. I looked. There was nothing. Only the great diamonds and sapphire and emerald mists and velvet inks of space. And then in the sudden calmness of his going, there was a kind of wonder in the thought of stone going off in the meteor swarm, out past Mars for years, and coming in toward Earth every five years, passing in and out for the next million centuries. Alice, this is Lespair. You all right? Yes, I'm fine. I can't hear you so good. You there? Alice? This is Hollis. I'm okay. You? Hollis, there must be something wrong with the phone. Hollis? Can you hear me? Uh, say something, will you? Turn up the booster. Turn up your booster. Hollis, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, yes, I hear you. Hey, that's fine now, yeah. Oh, I thought you were gone. Who were you talking to? To Stone. Uh, hey, uh, who else is around? Applegate. Uh, Applegate. I'm here. Stimson. Stimson. Hey, Stimson. I guess he's gone, too. A speck, and you see anything? Uh, I wasn't looking. I was thinking. I figure I'll hit Mars. 
Wouldn't that be something if I landed in the wife's backyard? <laughs> so she'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, huh? Is that you, Applegate? No. I thought it was you. Uh, Hollis? No, it must be Stimson. Stimson? Stimson? I, I want to wake up! Mama! Mama, I want to wake up! Make him stop, will you? Stimson! Shut him up! Stimson! Stepson, will you listen to me? Now, Stepson, listen to me. Apple Gates, right? It'll be easier. You open your valve. Open it. Listen to me, Stepson. Open your valve. Now. Do it now. It won't hurt. Only a second, Stepson. Open your valve, Stepson. Alice? Applegate? Yeah. Has he gone? I guess so. Oh. Hey, anybody know what time it is? Oh, what do you care? What'd you say? Applegate? The boost is fading. Uh, what did you say? I don't know. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Habit, I suppose. You mind if I keep talking? Kind of passes the time. The goodbyes, voices dying, men dying, the awareness of life, my own. What can I do? Is there anything I can do to make up for a terrible and empty life? If only I could do one good thing to make up for the meanness I collected all these years and didn't even know it was in me. Hollis? Hollis, this is Applegate. Yes? Hollis, that was right what you told Stimson to do. I, I said it to make him feel bad, but you did it right. I murdered him. No, 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 no you didn't. Listen, Hollis, this isn't good, this thing between you and me. It... Bad way to die. Are you listening, Hollis? Yes, I'm listening. I, I lied. I didn't blackball you. Can you hear me? Yes. Listening to your talk when you were saying those things to Lespair about it not mattering, and he said about you being vicious, made me ashamed. I've been like that, too. It's all right. They understand. Can you get Lespair? No. No, he was gone an hour ago. Can you hear him? No. Last thing I heard, he... He was singing a dirty song. Quite a guy. Yeah. You're fading out. You too. What? I... I hope everything's okay with you, Applegate. I... I hope you go to heaven or wherever you want. I hope for you. You're getting soft, Hollis. Better open your valve. So long. Take it easy, Applegate. So long, Hollis. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Applegate! 
Any time now, I'll hit the Earth's atmosphere. I'll burn and be scattered in ashes all over the continental lands. But I'll be put to use just a little bit, but ashes are ashes, and they'll add to the land. I wanted to make something of my life, to be liked, to do good for people, to make them happy. Now it's all gone. I wish I could do a good thing. Just something for me to know about. When I hit the atmosphere, I'll burn like a meteor. I wonder if anyone will see me. bed, Sonny. Okay. Hey, hey. Hmm? Look up there, Mom. A falling star. I saw it. Make a wish, dear. Make a wish. Suspense, in which Mr. William Conrad starred in tonight's presentation of Kaleidoscope, written by Ray Bradbury. Next week, the story of two people and the terror that rode with them in the city. We call it Backseat Driver. That's next week on Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by Anthony Ellis, who adapted tonight's script. The music was composed by Rennie Garrigan and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Special technical effects by Robert Chadwick. Featured in the cast were Stacey Harris, Parley Bear, Howard McNear, John Daner, Sam Edwards, Georgia Ellis, and Master Jonathan Ellis. This is the CBS Radio Network. That is Suspense from July 12th, 1955, show called Kaleidoscope. And that was a story written originally by Ray Bradbury, adapted for this radio broadcast by Anthony Ellis, who also produced and directed the uh, episode. Larry Thor, who was the star of Broadway Is My Beat, was the announcer on there. Um, this was sustained by the CBS Network with a great cast. My goodness. William Conrad, John Daner, Georgia Ellis, Parley Bear, Stacey Harris, Howard McNear, Sam Edwards, Jonathan Ellis, and uh, the music by Wilbur Hatch. And you know when he would take a drink, you know what he would say? Down the hatch. 
What the heck? How come it's <laughs> not doing a rim shot? What happened to my rim shots, oh, Mike? No. I'm hitting rim shot. It won't it won't oh, work. No. Oh, oh, you broke it. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. He's a little slower. I must have the broke it. Maybe. <laughs> hey, so, uh, so what did he say? He said what? I'm not saying it again. Down it only the works. Hatch? It only works once. <laughs> <laughs> the, literally, the rim shot wouldn't work. I bet. All right, time. <laughs> well, man, I'll tell you, this 60 shows for 60 wow. bucks was a big, huge success. We were on the phone with uh, callers. All evening. All evening All evening. All evening. My goodness. But we do appreciate our callers. Yes, thank and you so much. Until they're gone, we'll sell them. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we're cleaning out the warehouse. <laughs> we have a bunch of CDs from the Classic Radio Club. Because I order extra CDs every month for our members, so they're just sitting there, brand new product, um, and it's starting to pile up in the warehouse. I thought, hey, let's just sell these to our listeners at our cost to manufacture. Plus, uh, you know, we got to obviously charge for shipping and handling to get those. But out it's a to really people. great overview because yeah. there's so many different genres included. Oh yeah. So. Plus, you get the liner notes. So sixty radio episodes. For sixty bucks, you can't. I mean, that's really thirty CDs plus the liner notes. And if you want to order that, folks, uh, don't forget though. If you're a Classic Radio Club member, you may get repeats, so you might want to not order these if you're a Classic Radio Club member. But a great way to get sixty shows on thirty CDs for only a dollar a show. Um, that number to call once again, because we're going off the air, but we will take calls for a little while longer. And we can call you back. You can call at any time, and we will call you back. 815-900-7535. Once again, 815-900-7535. This offer is good while supplies last. And um, thank you, thank you for everyone that did call tonight and ordered the uh, 60 shows for 60 bucks. Time for This Month in Music History. All right, this is our final song from the 1960s. Turn in all night. Jumped out of bed, turned on the light. I pulled down the shade, went to the kitchen for a bite. So, originally recorded by Bobby Lewis, it was named the number one single on the Billboard chart in 1961. And featured on the soundtrack for what 1978 film? Hmm. 78 film? Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Uh, what genre? Uh, it's a comedy. Uh, I will say Animal House. That is right. Really? That is absolutely Holy correct. Holy cow. What? Animal House. Yes. That Prevagen, man. Wh what? I can't believe I got that. That's crazy. You look confused, and you still got it. Well, I always look confused. It's just—it's just the way my face it's just is your resting formed. Face. You know, it's just my face. Just a lot of confusion I always look and confused. chaos. Yeah. Well, that is absolutely right. Wow. Wow. I'm right. That's pretty darn good. Yep. Um, if I if I if my shoulder didn't hurt, I'd I'd pat myself on the back, but my shoulder's kind of yeah, hurt. That's okay. But anyway, all right. Thanks, Lisa Wolf. Thanks, Carl. More of Hollywood 360 after this break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Next week, we'll celebrate Father's Day. By the way, I'm a extra large, Lisa. 
Extra large. I got yeah. it. Um, the life of Riley, Archie Andrews, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, in our sanctum mystery and have gun will travel. Quite a lineup. Oh, I can't wait to hear those. Be sure to visit our official website at Hollywood360radio.com. Had a fun show. Uh, thanks, Lisa Wolf. Thanks, Mike Bubble Bath Costella. From my co-host and uh, from Mike and my crabby brother, Vince Amari, this is Carl Amari saying stay safe, be healthy, and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.